Come on, let's go in time for another show And we're glad you tuned in Cause we just can't wait We're gonna have a chat, relax Maybe listen to some track But the fans had a really great At last It's the Ambivalence Podcast It's the Ambivalence Podcast It's the Ambivalence Podcast Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ambivalence. Um, well, we did it. Or should I say they did it. Um, joining us, oh God, is uh, Jason V and John Prophet. Um, v went on Instagram the other night and said, you know, he wants to tell our story. Well, we got your V. Uh, you know, now is your chance to just come clean. Tell us why you had to fuck with us on our podcast and why you felt necessary to do all this research just to, you know, have just to do whatever, whatever this is. I don't even know what this is at this point. I'm so confused. Yo. uh, Yeah. So like I said on, um, like I said on Instagram, um, because uh, like, you know, Scott, you and Nick, obviously like we were, we were bros like before all this went down and uh, you know, we're still, we're still friendly now. Otherwise, you know, it, if, if we had real, real deep seated shit that we couldn't work out, I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Right. But uh, like I said, man, in the form of uh, my form of like apology for how things went down, not necessarily apologizing for starting a fictional band, but I do feel like I owe you guys something, and and mostly that's because uh, I like you guys so much, and I uh, feel uh, like you know I at least want to do something to make amends on my part. I, John profits here because his label got drug into things, and you might be interested to know how much or little he did or didn't know. But um, I will uh, drop the accent. I'll drop the character. I've never done this before. Uh, I've literally in uh, since 2004 been playing music never under my own identity. Uh, never have I done an interview. Way back in the day, someone asked for the Renfields if I would do an interview and give my name and talk about the process. I refused. Um, so that's my. This is my attempt to say like, well, let me uh, give you guys something I never gave anybody else. So let you guys pop my. Uh, podcast cherry as a normal human being so that's why i'm here man um john prophet is here because he got drug into it i guess john right <laughs> yeah we're we're both here to extend the olive branch of suck it nerds we fooled you good <laughs> and <laughs> yeah i don't know man I, i'm just here you know uh it, it's circuit no, no, excuse me if i may Suck it, nerd! You got you got you good, John. I have to be one of your friends, man. And V, I fucking love you, and I wouldn't expect you guys to do this shit to me, like ever. You know, I I support the fuck out of you guys, and like, yeah, I'm a little bit hurt. Like, you took advantage of us, man. Like, we would, I wouldn't even I, have that thought in my mind to do that to somebody else. It does kind of feel like we were targeted in a way. Well, and and you know, um, I can say this, man. Um, I guess this is a good place to start. Like, and, and for anybody listening, uh, you know, we refrained truly uh, from having a conversation like this 
because like I said, man, on my Instagram video, um, for better or for worse, you guys are entertainers now, just like me. Uh, the only person who, who didn't put themselves in the public spotlight is our man, uh, John Prophet, although he, he was on the Lunkheads video. But, you know, in, in the interest of that, uh, I can't not be myself. And so I'm like, this is good. This is good podcast. This is good radio because people want to know. So we've never we've never mended fences. We've never legitimately squashed it. Anytime it even attempted to come up, it was like, no, oh, no, no. A podcast is the place to do it. So, I mean, and, and I mean, for anybody listening, um, something that you said, Scott, um, and I don't know how you want to get into the story of the lunkheads, but it is really actually quite an interesting one, how it happened. But um, Scott said at some point, um, you know, you said Jason V just wants attention. Jason V just wants attention. That's true. Um, in most cases, I would not be out here doing what I did if, you know, when I was eight years old, I didn't see Kiss for the first time and be like, I want to be on stage. I want to be that guy. Now, I'll tell you this, though, and you may not believe me, but the Lunkheads legitimately was the one and only band where I swear to you uh, on my dead brother's grave, the guy who gave me my first Kiss record, that was the one band where I told John Prophet, I said, I, I never want to cop to this being me. I never want it to be known that I was part of it. I never want, because it's not just me. I said, I never want to take credit for it. I want it to just be out there for all eternity as this little thing that goes undiscovered because everything else I've done, Jason's, Renfield's, Amber Alert, Von Eric's has always been like, hey, a little tongue in the cheek, you know, like, hey, it's me. But this experiment started as wanting to be a Connie Dung's and beatnik termites that remained pure and never got spoiled as being something I did. I never wanted to take credit for it, never want to be part of it until I got an opportunity and these really nice dudes that I did really, really genuinely care for sent me a request to be on their podcast, sent me a request. Um, it was, that's not even how it started. I asked John first and yeah. John said, you should totally do it now. John should have said, "Dude, it's, you should, no, don't." But but because because for whatever reason we're we're the fools. John said, "Go for it." So people think like I had I I had they had no idea who we were talking to. Yeah. Now when people said I was totally V, then how come? But when that came out months ago, nobody like said anything about it at all. Like, yeah, exactly. So when I got duped. That's the people are like, oh, it's clearly it's this. But at that time, you fooled a lot more than just just ourselves. Like we got the the butt end of the stick. Yeah. But you got more people there that you know I think that won't talk about because maybe they're just as hurt as we were. And you know, as a and, and I mean, yo, John. So I guess John, do you have anything to say about? So here's how it started with me. I, I, John, how did I approach you? Did I send you a fake thing? Because I, part of me can't remember if I started fucking with... I think I sent a fake request to John Prophet before I told him I was in the band, but I can't remember, John. How did it fucking go down? Um, no. Well, yeah, I think you might have sent me a request that I promptly ignored like most. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened was I... Uh, 
the drummer of the Lunkheads. I don't know if we're saying who that is, who that yeah. is. Yeah, we'll that, reveal. That he had always wanted to do was that. And I forget exactly how that conversation went. And I said, you know, you know, he said, you know, you were involved and, you know, the, another friend of ours was involved and I was uh, naturally, I was interested, but, you know, without hearing it, you know, like I already yeah. know it would be good. You know, I've, uh, I've heard strawberry boy before. So <laughs> I knew exactly what was going to go down and I was there for it. And Scott and Nick to uh, your guys credit. Um, I lied to a lot of people. Um, I don't know if I like, if I should be saying this, but I lied to like my distributor. Like I told them a fresh young band from, uh, <laughs> from, uh, out west young kids <laughs> are looking to do their thing like i mean i swear to whoever that i never told a soul <laughs> this entire time until the christmas special that's and, um, ruined christmas for me i want you guys to know <laughs> yo I and finished, i just i i finished it christmas day and was so fucking hurt that the first person i went after was john galvin now, I don't know if he had to do with it or not, but I went after him. And then I went after John. I should have gone after you first, but you weren't on my contacts list at the time. John was right there telling my message. And I was just like, you ruined fucking Christmas for me. <laughs> like, it took me it took me a couple hours to recover from seeing that shit. Because like, it, 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 like, it, it, it burned a little bit. Like, yeah. my emotions when I was talking to both of you was fucking real. There was no yeah. gimmick. Between the anger and the hurt that I felt that fucking day, which yeah, happened to be Christmas fucking day. What I would have given to been a fly on that wall in both of your guys' houses for that matter. I'm very interested in seeing your two genuine reactions. I would have kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I, like oh, go ahead, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say I was fucking speechless. Like I didn't even see it. Like I I stopped watching before the end and I saw it like two days later because I heard somebody talking about something weird that happened. And when I watched it, I was just like, what the fuck? I was, I was just in pure shock. And like, then anger set in shortly after. <laughs> and, so, and I, I, from, uh, from an honest place. Um, and this is why, this is why, I, you know, honestly, this is why I like, can and can't give an apology right like because I, I you know scott i met you at the swale music festival right like that's when we connected for the first time is that correct yeah i helped you guys like load your equipment and helped yeah. you guys unload and i was being a very nice genuine guy like i am no and, and, and yeah and and i i thought you guys are fucking great i loved your music i, yeah. I still and, do it, no, no, and just, we made it. We made a real like connection that day, and I, mm -hmm. I remember you like from then, and and so, you know, I genuinely, you know, feel bad that 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 you were the guy, right? But then I will be honest, like as somebody who does this, who has spent a lot of time in bands that with the intention of doing more than being like, I'm gonna sing about holding my girlfriend's hand and dress like Joe Queer and just do that, like being in a band that does you know, all of the stuff that I do, the intent is to try and make somebody feel a little something. I, I, this is cheesy, but you know, it's Jurassic park, John Hammond, you know, I think there's a little bit of mystery in the world and I think you can have it. If you just 
close your eyes and buy this gimmick band's record. And I know that's cheesy, but I will be honest because I'm I'm being straight honest on this podcast the whole time. And like the fact that something like the Lunkheads was able to elicit some sort of response from somebody like that. Again, I swear to God, and I'll get into the story. It was never supposed to come out. There was there was no intention for me that the Lunkheads was supposed to be the like Gotcha. It was never that. It was never that. It started in such a pure way that involves 16 years history with me and some of the other members. It involves a dead friend of mine and his memory. And there's like a lot of shit. And I do want to tell you guys about that. But that's that's why I said, like, I don't know that I could give the apology because I, 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 for worse, this is like what what for me doing this sort of band is and you know it go you can go all the way back to a band like the dwarves who faked the death of he who cannot be named and got kicked off of sub pop and it you know to everybody that likes the dwarves that's a super fucking badass awesome move right i'll bet you talk to the guys at the label that promoted that he really died and they have a different story i'll bet you talk to the people that really thought it was true and they have a different story the question is you know is is it only punk rock and cool until your collateral damage i'll tell you what some bands have gotten me in the past and i maybe it's because i'm that kind of person as well i'm like fuck they got me all right i'll take it <laughs> you know but, yes, but I, if you, if you, i'm sorry if you want it to be a mystery then you should have said no i don't want to be on the show and i kept it like that mm-hmm. and that way and that way it wouldn't have to get so uh personal uh, with us um and, i mean you got what you wanted obviously um i, I i'm not gonna bullshit i listened to my kids album recently and i still love it i i i, I hate that i still love it so much but it, it is a solid album um yeah. I, I i but if you want to keep it a secret i i think you should have just said no yeah honestly, I, you saying yes and opening that door you want you want to be exposed at that point well, and I and I didn't, and here's here's how that happened. And I and I I specifically messaged John, uh, I think at that time, because, you know, I, here's another thing that happened, and these people don't know this occurred either. <laughs> the Lunkheads worked with another label called Leaf Records, oh and uh, it's a little tiny label. So the Lunkheads are technically on another label called Leaf. I think it's called Leaf Studios, where we signed up as one of their bands with a really nice group of super young kids called double a batteries that we made friends with and we were gonna like ride out that label for a little while and i don't know if it's a real label they put out a comp they were on a vinyl compilation out there somewhere um but so you know the lunkheads was gonna have its own life online and when you messaged i had legitimately for the first time in my entire music career um, I just imagine Scott, you putting that in air quotes. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, I imagine for the first time in my musical career that I really legitimately had a moral dilemma. Cause, and it's not because I don't, didn't want to like, you know, pull a ruse on somebody, but I swear to God, it was because I had to pull a ruse on you. And I was like, honestly, I, I think I called, I want to hear if John recalls this, but being like, look, man, there's a point where Scott might be pissed at me and never want to be my friend. And I said, you know what? I hope though he goes, Holy fuck. They got me. 
and I was part of the fucking legacy if it ever comes out. But it, it was never supposed to come out. And I'll tell you why, but I don't know if John's got thoughts on that or whatever. But, like, I was I was kind of beside myself trying to figure out whether or not I was going to go through this. And Jesus Christ, I've never been more nervous in my life than when I did that interview with my, like, eight pages of notes sitting in front of me. Are you kidding me? Nick fucking he watched his his fucking language around you are you i tried me? to yeah he like he was he was a good boy that night yeah so yeah. like he had to do anything in his power to be to be like me i'm like i'm just gonna be myself and it's like i'm gonna try to tone it down and like that i mean he worked at he worked hard at that like that's yeah. that's i honestly how, did like, yeah yeah i'm sure cool. yeah you did your research now but like Nick changed to like his. his <laughs> he he changed that night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to I had to block out black metal from my mind. And I'm sure God will bless you for that. Nick. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, to, to be to be honest, I paced around. I'm not kidding you. In the Jason's merch storage, for about an hour, talking as quote unquote Pastor John to try and get myself in the headspace because it's very different. Like. I don't have to think to do it in any other context, but when I got the opportunity to do the interview, I kind of had to figure out who the fuck Pastor John really was because he was based on some people that I knew. But well, you did a I, fucking good job. I'll say I, that it was a great episode. God damn it! <laughs> I feel like I it's too bad it was uh, fake. I gave youth pastors a really good name at least because that's the kind of youth pastor I want to exist. So. Uh, I will say that that was the second funniest episode of the podcast. (laughs) Well, yeah, for you. Trisha and I were both like dying the whole time listening to it. I'm sure you fucking were. Never been more excited for an episode of a podcast. (laughs) I genuinely thought, and and I guess that shows how, you know, I was just the whole time I was like, these guys are going to call me out. They're going to interview me. For, you know, 20 minutes and then be, stop fucking around. But what I didn't realize and what you brought up online was like, you know, I'm I'm used to hearing myself like this. I am. Everyone else is used to hearing Jason V. I've never in my life done an interview with this person whose name will, I guess, remain nameless at this point. But I mean, I've never. It doesn't matter what name you give us. It probably wouldn't be that fucking name anyway, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so I don't know what to believe with you anymore, man. Can I can I tell you how the lunkhead started? I would I would love that. Sure. Yeah. Um please. So and I'll tell you all the members. So uh sixteen years ago, uh there was an original Jason's. Um, there's an original Jason's that predates the Jason's by, uh, five years. So we started in 2013, five years before that, um, the Jason's started and I wrote a bunch of songs and I had a, a, a guy on drums and he was, uh, he sang two songs and I sang the rest. And then, uh, we had the drummer for the rent fields on bass and that band started recorded a record and then abruptly broke up and uh took a hiatus for five years when i came back i brought my songs left the other two songs started the jasons okay in between that time um 
me and the current Jason Hell, the guy who is now known as Jason Hell, who joined in what 2018, we decided we were just going to start a stripped down, no nonsense Ramones core band called the Lunkhead. We had one practice and we played a song called Lunkhead, which is on the record. We played a song called Midlife Crisis, which ended up being Imposter later when the Jason's record would come out. And then we never practiced again because Renfields got busy and, you know, it just kind of, we forgot about it. So me and Hell went to record drums for, is there a random bird going crazy? <laughs> this is is from here? Leave that in. Okay, who invited Julian to this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this cuckoo clock's fucking the lining out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's two more times <laughs> that are done. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that your bedtime call? <laughs> no, that means it's nine o'clock, Scott. Oh, it's oh, by the nine chirp. The nine. It sounded nine. like it chirped oh. forty times. What the fuck <laughs> going on? I lost count after too. It's, it's uh, a it's a digital cuckoo clock. It has reverb. My God. Um, <laughs> so. Myself and Jason Hell, current Jason Hell, we're driving home from recording, I believe, either some cover song for that Lillington's. I think it was we were cut recording covers for that Lillington's thing that came out that we did. And on the way home, it was like we're driving home and the conversation went, dude, you know what, man? Recording up here is so easy because we record in Pittsburgh at Razorblade Recordings with Johnny Razorblade, who's done Blood in the Streets. He's done all of our stuff, right? Um, all the good stuff. And I said, like, dude, we should just like reform Lunkheads and just record a record, right? And that was as as much as we did. Yeah, we'll we'll just reform it. And the conversation went a little like this, like, yeah, man, and we'll just do it real dumb. Uh, you know, we'll write all the songs like in one day. I'll use the same exact chords, but in different combinations, like the same like three frets. And we'll just like shit it out like we used to when we're teenagers, no big deal. So I went home and I wrote the entire first record in one day. I did all the lyrics. I did all the music. I recorded demos. I sent it to Jason Hell. And we were like, yeah, man, we'll just fucking record this. It'll be fun. It'll be a cool little thing. Hey, we, we finished unfinished business. So that first Lunkheads record, everything was written in one day. All the, all the songs, all the lyrics, everything completely finished. And then we booked studio time like a week or two later. And in the meantime, I started thinking, like, I really wanted it to sound like weirdo obsession Connie Dungs, right? Like when Brandon was losing his fucking mind and you can hear it on those records. I was like, I want to do something like that. So I wrote the music for Brainchild. And then when we went in the studio, we recorded everything with no click, guitar and drums together. And then I wrote the lyrics while our bass player who would be Jason 3D, uh, was recording his bass. So, like, this record came together in, like, a couple weeks, both the record and the EP. And then as a three-piece, so it's three Jasons. Hollywood's not part of it. And as the last member, we got Johnny Razor to play lead guitar. And that was where the idea of Pastor John came from. And in the studio, we came up with this, like, idea, yo, maybe we'll just release it under the guys that these guys are from Utah. None of this shit was like planned out. Um, and it wasn't even supposed to be a thing. And then the gimmick started to build itself. 
in the studio. We literally wrote Ramon's core gave me tennis elbows standing at the microphones. Um, no effort was put into this thing, but the kind of effort that was put into it was like, what did you do when you were a kid? You just wrote shit off the top of your head and it was dumb and it was fun. So that's how the record happened. Then when it was finished, like I started like going like, oh, man, I accidentally put real shit in these songs. Like it was almost like free association. Like, wow, there's real stuff in there. There's stuff about my brother in there. There's stuff about girls in there. There's stuff about like people that I know in there. And like, it was like kind of surprising and we were kind of proud of it. And we were like, well, let's fucking find a way to put it out. But then my gimmick brain kicked in and I was like, ah, how can it be a gimmick band? And so it all started to build. There was, and I, there was never any, any point where this was ever supposed to be like revealed. Then along comes John mom. <laughs> so I should be mad at you then. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, it wasn't John's idea to, to, to push the gimmick though. He just, like he said, he, he was willing to put it out and, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. This is an ego thing, but I'll be honest. Like when I was done with it, I was like, this Ramones core record is better than most Ramones core bands that put actual effort into it. I really think that to this day. And I'll tell you why it's not because I'm a genius songwriter. It's when you're 40 years old and you're desperately struggling to figure out how to write a song about shoebop, shoebop, she's holding my hand, blah, blah, blah. I've never had my dick sucked before. And you have had your dick sucked before. You can't get back in that headspace. But here's how you do it. You go, I'm going to write a song in one day. How dumb can I make it? And it be, it sounds authentically like some shit a teenager would write. Like, am more smarter than a monkey's fucking dumb. An adult human being, if I were writing that for the Jasons, it would not fly. It's too fucking dumb. But you want to get back in that headspace, you just stop giving a fuck and just shit something out based on creativity, based on whatever comes to mind. That's how you write songs like A Little Teenage Boy, which is what most of these motherfuckers in the pop punk scene are trying to do, and it doesn't work. Because we're all we've all seen a tit, right? We've seen one. Well, there's a thing that happens before you've seen a girl naked and it's called I can write great pop punk songs when you get older and you try you get Stella Sapiente by the Lillingtons which is an amazing mature record but all the dudes cosplaying as little teenage boys in their leather jackets and their queer hats don't like it because they want shubop shubop so how you do it you just write something and you don't edit it and you don't you pretend you're 19 goddamn years old. That's <laughs> right. In your head. Yeah. But um, it wasn't in your head because I saw a live stream on Instagram and John said, you got to watch my kids first concert or first show ever. I didn't again. I fucking believe what my friends tell me. I'm not supposed to think anything other than what my friends tell me. There's no setup for me to ever expect anything different. So, I watch it. I'm like, oh, man, they did really good. Now, this could have been another moment. I was like, hey, well, guess what? No, that never happened. You guys paid off and just kept throwing eggs in my face until, <laughs> until Mom's Basement show. So, I even watched the Lunkheads live and thought nothing of it. Even with John, John Bagrammer being there, I thought nothing of it. And, and, and Bagrammer honestly wasn't part of it um, as far as – you know, he was not in on he actually, you know, I take that back. He did once once he started doing art for Lunkheads and he created all the characters like on the covers and stuff. 
And that kind of became his baby. But it's kind of like, you know, you can't blame him either because once you're in, you're kind of sworn to secrecy. It's like the fucking Freemasons. And um, so he started doing it. And then I would be like, hey, man, I'm in the studio right now. And I need like I need like a bridge. I think I'm going to do a bridge. And immediately within like five seconds, he would send me a bridge. And I'm like, wow, this dude's a good fucking songwriter. And so it, it became this thing where like he had has a little bit of ownership over it. Cause like he created the monkey. We came up together, you know, with this idea of like Lunky is this troubled teen and on the brainchild EP, he starts losing his faith and you know, this idea. And when, when I asked him for the brainchild cover, I was like, yeah, man, make it with this guy. And he's thinking about the family he'll never have. And it's all in his head. And he sent me the saddest fucking image. I don't know if you guys have really looked at that image on brainchild. It's the saddest fucking image of all time. So in terms of building that world and how this kid was going to be troubled, kind of part of that was a little bit of John uh, Galvin. Uh, it, it was weird. Again, man, it just came together. The reason the Lunkheads played a live show is because, again, me and Hell especially were so pumped about putting this band out that we were like, you know, let's just fucking do it. And here's what we said. You know, once we do it, fuck, everybody will know it's the Jasons. I'm 17 feet tall and have long blonde hair. Uh, Jason. Not this dumbass, apparently. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> you know, but we thought that we thought the, 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 the thing was up. But I'll be honest, lots of like people who ride hard for Jasons had no fucking clue. And, and it blew my mind. Like the, our, we, our main like number one follower dude is is Dak taylor and he fucking he sleuths everything he had no idea i'll shout out yeah. Dak taylor on the podcast because he's an og but like we were just like waiting to be found you know we're like yeah man people are gonna know they're gonna know because we look like us you know we put a monkey mask on 3d but we're like yeah it looks like 3d you know and the only saving grace was like well nobody really has seen john razor johnny razor from johnny the razor blades his band is like they kind of live in their own scene, man. They live in like the more rock and roll scene. He plays for the Cheats. He's in a lot of like big Pittsburgh bands, but he's not part of the pop punk scene. So we're like, well, you know, they'll see him and they'll be like, well, we don't know that guy. Maybe it'll throw him off. Right. Um, but I mean, just to pull it off, man, we were I stayed up for like an entire night making Christian band patches to sew on my jacket. And, you know, we went through bracelets for authenticity. And, you know, I mean, just to pull that off, we're talking like, you know, $400 in wardrobe alone. (laughs) So at least give us credit for being dedicated. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what's fucked. You mentioned patches. Yeah. Nick made me a goddamn lunkheads patch for my birthday. Oh, yeah, I did. So I have one, and I happen to have a Jason's uh, vest that my wife, out of her kinds of her heart, made me. So that lunkheads patch is now going on that jacket because it has to. It kind of has to. Yeah. It has to. But yeah, I have a lunkheads patch because my buddy Nick was like, I know you like this band a lot. I made you a patch. Yeah. And like now, look at that patch, and I smile, and then I get really mad. <laughs> Right. It's, this goes deeper with me than you than you know, man. Like, <laughs> no, and uh, I mean, I think you know. I definitely, as a friend, I want to know. You know, I, I deserve whatever. You know, I like again. I you don't. 
I didn't do this thinking that there, I, without thinking there's a possibility you may get pissed at me and never chat. <laughs> I, I will never forget you. <laughs> um, you definitely left a uh, a uh, an impression. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, so let me tell anyway, you. I didn't mean to cut. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I don't Fire. even know. I mean, do you have any? Que- I have other stuff that I think is. Yeah, really- there, I mean, where do I begin with questions? I guess my first question is, why would you spend all of this time doing research about the Mormon culture just to fuck with us? I guess, like, because that's what it comes down to. It's just, it's just, it's fucking with us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, I don't think I don't think there's any other. Any other thing you could you could say of that, but it's you just like just fucking with us and like John over there maniacal laughing the whole time while it's happening. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I gotta admit it was pretty funny, and yeah, yeah maybe to you. Yeah, I don't know. It hit yeah. different to us. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it looks a little differently, huh? Because they yeah, were in on it. If we were in on it, it would be it would be a whole different story. We would be ha 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 ha. But guess what? Well, we yeah, I guess I guess it. that's I guess that's what I want to know is like, why didn't you just kind of like let us in on it before you went on the podcast so we could like understand and not not get pissed off? Like, well, because I guess there's a couple reasons. Number one is. Um, I did, you know, as much as, like I said, I never planned. And I'll tell you, you'll, I'll, I'll get to the reason why it ended up having to be on the Christmas special, because that was never the plan. People think that the Jasons and Johnny Razor created a band to reveal as the Christmas special. That was not ever part of it. But, like, two reasons, I guess. Number one is, at some point, I did think, you know, there will be a point in time where somebody goes, God damn it. He pulled it off. God damn it. He fucking pulled it off. Right. You know, cause I had been on your podcast as Jason V not long before. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to pull it off, but it was that. Uh, and the other reason, cause if I tell you guys one or two things happens, a, you have to lie to everybody. You have to lie to your listeners, you know, and as uncomfortable as you are with me lying to you, are you comfortable lying with your lying to your listeners? Um, and the other side is, quite honestly, I wasn't sure because, Scott, you're such a genuine, lovely human being that I wasn't sure you would be able to lie convincingly to further this lunkhead's ruse. And I also was just like, man, do I want to put him in this spot? Like, I, it was never planned to be on your show. Never planned. If you had never asked, I never would have reached out. I did reach out to... Uh, Tim from uh, whatever the fuck, Mom's ba- mom's Mutant Pop. I reached out to him. Uh, he doesn't know how to use a file, so he never never listened to it. I, I was as Gideon, I uh, or as a Pastor John. I reached out to um, Nate from Hey Pizza um, as under a fake name, and uh, he didn't want nothing to do with it, I'm sure, once he saw. Hey, uh, God bless you, uh, Nate, you know, in my email. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> So, I mean, that's why, that's why I didn't tell you, because honestly, man, like when it came to that point where I'd made the decision that, all right, man, I'm going to fucking go through with it. Like, you know, I mean, there's definitely a decision made and that's, that's why I can't apologize. Cause I very clearly went, all right, man, I'm going in this direction. I'm going to lie to these people under the, under the guise of, you know, uh, 
creating uh, something, taking a gimmick band farther, art, whatever you want to call it. I don't refer to it as art, which I was kind of like, man, this motherfucker is making me look like I think I'm some sort of artist. No, man, I'm in a gimmick band and I love that stuff. But I do love fucking uh, movie magic and the prestige and whatever. When I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time at eight years old, I thought it was real. And when I found out it wasn't, it was a mixture of amazing feelings, but I'm sure that goes into it. But yeah, man, I just, I didn't want you guys to have to lie to your listeners. Uh, and clearly that's something that, you know, I don't think you guys would have been comfortable with, but if I had told you, what would you have done? Right. Yeah, I, I guess I can understand that. Um, I have another question though, because on the last episode, uh, Julian got a voicemail from Gideon. What the hell is that? Cause I, nobody's, nobody's brought it back up and I'm, I'm totally fucking confused on it. I didn't hear that. I didn't, I didn't hear that episode. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for is listening it? and supporting us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great friends we have. They fucking with us. They don't listen to our, our show. I, I mean, we're, we're how, how fucking hashtag blessed are we? <laughs> I am not. Uh, uh, then, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. If that's too much, you can take that out of the episode. <laughs> the, uh, if, if I went too hard, you can take that out. You never go too hard. It's never too hard. Uh, the Gideon thing is not the Gideon. No, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing. I just assumed, uh, honestly, that um, everybody was coming on and fucking just uh gre- airing their grievances over over uh <laughs> over well, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just us who was pissed off, so I don't know. Yeah. Um somebody else but, from a different podcast reach out to you to ask you to be on as the monkheads or were yeah, we just um, the- uh Athena Athens asked me to come on and uh, I don't know if it was half-hearted or whatever. She was just like, Pastor John should be on. And I was like, no, nah, man, there's only one place where Pastor John can visit again. And it's St. Bivolin. Like, <laughs> nicest of boys. I think she just flew in and was like, oh, let me get in on a little bit of this drama. Even though she's like, I don't like none of this drama. I'm like, girl, love <laughs> drama. Come on. You're, you, you would be a Jason if you were, if you were a, a, a dude with a hockey man. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, that's the thing, man. I was never supposed to, never supposed to be on, but honestly, you know, like, and I, dude, I make no mistake. Like I chat with people all the time at shows and they'll be like, yo man, how's fucking New Jersey? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. New Jersey fucking sucks. Clearly, um, you know, I did an entire Amber Alert interview where the host had no idea who I was, and I think I uh, and I had been Jason V on that podcast too, and I was pretty sure he thought I was a psychopath. And so, this is not just like the first time I ever did something like this because I that's just part of the fucking gig, man. You know, girls will be like. Yo, at shows like yo, blah blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, I got a I got a kid named Joey that died. You know, I'm a single dad. I'm an ambulance driver. They have never seen Friday the Thirteenth. They have no fucking clue that I'm quoting. I'm talking in in Roy. So this is not the first time this has happened. It's just the first time that I had to question whether or not I wanted to. So that says no, a lot about how I feel about you guys. You're you're, you're definitely right because 
this isn't the first time this happened because when you were on our show as V, you said some other reference about Friday the Thirteenth. I didn't catch, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Yeah, you know, that, that, yeah. that happened. So obviously, yeah. you know, you know, I'm gullible. Really? So maybe, maybe you just thought, "Oh, the easy fucking targets these these, these guys would be." So, if I would have thought, if I if that doesn't hold up though, because I never targeted you guys, you targeted me, and I agreed. So I know, and it's fu- it's, it's it's so fucked that like yeah, we we tar- but we didn't want to target you. We want to talk to Pastor fucking John from the Lunkheads. Exactly. That's who we thought we were talking to. We didn't know any better because we were not supposed to expect anything else but that. Right. You know what else I what <laughs> else can, I thought was can fucking weird. You see weird. where the frustration is coming it's from at all not, with this? Absolutely. Yeah, guys, I was just Oh, hold on. One, real quick. If you guys think about it, you guys started the whole mystery of the Lunkheads because it wasn't supposed to be anything ever. You guys you just going to say no. You guys No, you guys built it into what it is because he would have never reached out to any podcast. It was just supposed to be just an internet thing. And that's it. You know, release albums, minimal promotion. Like that's it. It was just supposed to like live off of the strength of mom's basement and what we're doing over here, right? Just promoting bands. Like well, there's no news, band. Newsflash trying to do a goddamn good job at it. Yeah, <laughs> never any plans of the Lunkheads being anything resembling a real band. Like no, no, obviously no tours, no shows. Like, and you guys kind of breathe new life into this thing. Oh, oh so you guys really, you should be thanking yourselves. Not us. <laughs> I'm not thanking anybody. <laughs> You're missing a big picture of all this job. I mean, you guys, and that is true what he's saying because, uh, again, like, I, you know, it really, really, really did start as something kind of pure. It was like, you know, me and Hell have been friends for a long time before he joined Jason's. And it was like, you know, man, let's just finish that unfinished business. Here's the other thing the, the photo on the inside of the Lunkheads, and I, I really do mean that, like, you know, unfinished business is a big part of that band because I, I, I believe unfinished business is something you have to work through. It's it's and that's what we're doing here. But like, so we were like, yeah, let's let's do this record from this band. And uh, so before, for Jasons, before Renfields, my first love obviously is the Ramones. I was in a Ramones cover band called the Ripoffs, um, and we only played two shows. I was in a fan in the band with one of my best friends in the world. His name is also Nick. Um, and he called himself a quarter ton of fun because he was, he's the big man on campus. He was our singer and, um, he never learned any Ramones words, but just sang about food. And that was our, that was the ripoffs. Um, so if you look at the inside album artwork for Lunkheads, you see the four dudes standing there. That is, that's the ripoff. So I'm the dude who's credited as being clunky, the drummer with the spiky black hair. And um, the guy in the middle is my friend, Nick, who died um, right as the Jasons had started up. And he uh, so unfinished business wise. Also, he always used to say he was my best friend. Um, We went through gym class together Um, on the first day of gym class. He goes, look, man, I can't run these stairs. And I was like, look, man, I don't want to run these stairs. And he's like, coach said, just do what makes us feel comfortable. What if we just say we're not comfortable doing any more than one? I was like, yo, we're going to be friends. So. (laughs) 
that started our friendship uh in uh and he always said i want to start a band with you i want to start a band with you called el rudos el rudos will be wrestlers we'll wear a wrestling mask he always said that over and over i started a band called el rudos so um we did the ripoffs then i started other bands we never got to finish our band the ripoffs played two shows in the dorm to get to get college girls um and then he died um in 2013 he had a disease where he had blood clots hundreds and hundreds of them that they did not know about and one cut loose and he died jason 3d called me and told me they died and so you can go online you can you can vet this uh renfield's played his memorial show we played leak by the connie dungs which is a band that he and i both loved we love those snotty vocals um and we hung an El Rudo's banner and we all wore wrestling masks. And on his tombstone is a wrestling mask. What I'm getting at in this, that's his photo on the cover. He's the, the guy in the middle. So when I did this, I called his mom and I was like, hey, man, I know this is weird. I'm starting a fake band. But this is my chance to say that I did a band with Nick and I want to put his photo on the thing. And she was like, oh, my God, he would love that. So that and Von Eric's together um is for me you know unfinished business with my friend nick not again i'm not using that as justification for bullshit no it's actually bringing bringing tears to my eyes as you say this um i just want to i just (laughs) i just want you to know like that you know so you know von eric's uh part of that like oh hey we'll wear wrestling masks is a little bit of that um and you know I was like, while I'm starting a fake band, man, this is probably what we would have sounded like had we written songs in college. So that that's him on the cover and two other friends, one who I could not track down to use his face. So I said, well, we'll Photoshop a monkey mask on him and call him monkey. So all of that stuff. And he, I don't know if you noticed in the photo, but Pastor John is actually black. <laughs> but um, it, it's hard. Well, to yeah, that. that was that was what's that was what was really fucking confusing to me, because when we did the episode with you as Pastor John, yeah. I wanted to use a photo. And all I was given was the fucking cartoon character. And then I saw the picture and I was just so fucking like trying to piece together. I don't know that that, the photo in there just, it was so fucking weird. Like I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. uh, It's hard to tell because you know, it's high contrast black and white, but yeah, in in the ripoffs, our drummer's name was Nate um, and he's black. And I thought, well, you know, he's black in this, but uh, John Galvin drew him as white. And I was like, maybe people think that's the old member who left because there was a story of that. None of it makes any sense when you really start to look at it, like because it was really just thrown together. It was not supposed to be there was not supposed to be this big smoke screen, but somehow we just kept rolling with it. <laughs> and and nobody like you guys are not the only ones that did like nobody caught on other than I will say. I posted the first demo and within one second, Bo Basement goes nice band lunkheads to me. And I was like, Holy fuck. I've talked with this dude (laughs) once in my life. That motherfucker knew immediately. So I don't know. I don't know what Bo Basement, what kind of psychic shit he's got going on. Yeah. But he's a, he's a fucking super sleuth. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what went into that. And uh, now these dudes didn't know what was going on, but I'll also say, uh, um josh from the huntingtons played leads on brainchild uh lunkhead and maybe one more um without knowing i did i was like yo i'm not gonna credit you 
in this, you're going to be some fake person. But he he clearly wasn't in on the, the whole thing. Like, and he's just like, oh, you didn't even fucking credit me. I was like, yeah, man, I told you it's a fake thing. But so he put <laughs> a little bit on it um, on the record. And uh, I probably without really even knowing what the fuck he was getting into. But yeah, Josh from Huntington's is <laughs> plays guitar on, on the Lunkheads too. For, for a Wow. Time. Jesus, dude. God damn. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm just, it's just going in circles right now. <laughs> this is crazy. So how the hell did you get him to be on it? Um, We just have been friends with those guys. Um, I mean, I think most people know because we credit him as the high school rocker on um, – on Von Eriks, he's part of that. You know, he, or, you know, he played guitar on that. And then, like, those dudes are just like our our bros, man. We love those guys and uh, chat with them a lot. And yeah, um, during during COVID, you guys would do like weekly um, Zoom chats with them. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool and, for me because they were my Ramones, without a doubt. Yeah. Without without them, like I, I I knew Ramones existed and I loved them, but I didn't know Ramones core could be mastered until I heard them. So for me, being friends with those guys is like a huge deal. Like I I I get more starstruck with them than you know even when we were like touring with the Queers or the Dwarves or whatever. Because Huntington's are my they're my Ramones man. They're my they're the most important Ramones core band for me ever. Uh, so anytime I can get them to be on something, I, I do. I actually tried to get Cliffy to join the Jasons, and um, he uh, his head was too big. Jason mask we can find. So we <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> no, um, uh, but uh, I also I also did get uh, I tried to get Josh to to fill in for the Jasons, and he said to me like, "Man, I don't know if I can." sing i don't want to masturbate to you but i do on a on a saturday and then play guitar in the church on the sunday <laughs> i was like <laughs> uh, i guess i have a question for john um yeah. he's been kind of quiet he's been kind of quiet so when v came up to you with this idea what was your reaction like oh of course anything for you or were you like this is kind of weird no that, that's uh yeah. Hell told me the premise of it, and I was—I mean, yeah, I mean, it's and it's Jason's related. I knew what it was going to be, you know, without knowing what it was going to be. I knew it was going to be right up my alley, especially you know when he said, you know, like look out or mutant pop sound, you know, that's, that's you know, that that's our shit. So, sure, no brainer, like it. Right, you know when um. But, like, how did you feel about, like, the actual gimmick of it? Like, not telling people and shit? Um, like... I mean, V and I agreed that we weren't going to tell anybody, and and, and hell, and, you know, I I stuck to my guns. It's nothing personal, but, you know, I try to be a man of my word most of the time. Sure. And if I say that I'm not going to tell somebody something, I'm not going to. Um... And how you said earlier that Bo knew it was you immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> a fun, funny story about that live video when I posted it uh, a few minutes after, like, you know, it, it ended and Frank from Going Places texted me and he was like, how the hell does Jason V find all this time to do all these bands? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can just tell by the way you're playing guitar. Yeah. And 
upon looking at the video, it's yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> it's the same person. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With, with his hair tucked behind into his jacket. <laughs> well, I know when when I went back and listened to the episode with Pastor John, like after I found out, I knew instantly. I was like, how the fuck did he pull that off? Like as soon as I heard him start talking, I was like, that's Jason V. I what the fuck. <laughs> My thoughts. I don't know how the hell you. I, I I don't know how the hell you pulled that off. We weren't ex- because we weren't expecting it. I think that's yeah. the best way. Is that we we didn't think we were talking to anybody else but this Pastor John guy. Like, yeah. Why, why yeah. should we? Why should we have expect anything else but that? You know, yeah. and we we never really talked to me outside of his stupid New Jersey voice. No offense. Um, <laughs> But uh, wait, how we? Why are we? Why are we supposed to be like, you know, Super Bowl not open during that? We we weren't supposed to be. We didn't know. So he got and, away with it because we weren't fucking looking for it. So like, it's so well, easy. That, yeah, if it's so easy, then someone should have been like, hey, this is who this is, uh, and call us out. But nobody did that. Nobody, nobody fucking helped us out with this. We were duped. Yeah. And, for sure. And I, I was spending the whole episode like trying not to offend this guy, and <laughs> turns out it's Jason fucking V. So, and I, I gotta ask now that we're talking about the episode, I mean, how much fucking did you the research the, the fucking knowledge about Utah? Like, yeah. how long did that take? Oh, it took a long time. I had uh, I in front of me, I had eight pages of notes, including the names of all my children, where my wife went to high school. I had facts about Utah. I watched videos on how to talk Utahian. No joke. I I mean, we're talking like, we're not talking hours. We're talking like a day. And um, again, like people that, like I, I don't have the, I don't ever not go hard on something. So it's like, well, I got to know. And, you know, it, again, I've never been so, I never feel nerves or stage fright for any of that stuff. I've never been so nervous in my life because I'm like, I did. It was weird, man. It was like uh, you ever see um, Inglorious Bastards? Yes. Yeah. There's the scene where the Nazi interrogator guy is talking to this girl, and it's like she knows that he knows that there's someone hiding there, and he knows that she knows, but no one felt like that girl because I was like, I think they know, and they're fucking with me, and they're gonna let me go through this, and then be like, Ah, we got you, motherfucker. The whole time, super anxious. I wish that happened. Uh, you know, uh, super anxious the whole time. Uh, and yeah, man, that was the most anxious I've ever been in my whole life because uh, I had no idea. Like, and, and you know, I was like, "Am I, I going to pull this off?" You know. And again, we never planned on blowing it, so I was like, "Ah, if I do, then the whole thing is blown." And well, on, on a side note, too, I, I also wanted to say, in terms of that band being unfinished business. You know, there was like that point when the, 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 con- I, again, I'm a, a big Connie Dunks fan, man. I, I think it's, it's fucked that what, that their singer was a creeper or whatever went down, you know. Uh, I do think the songs are great. And there was a point in time when I told the other dudes, the non creeper dudes from the Connie Dunks, I was like, let me be your singer as Jason V. I'll sing like Brandon. And when people come to, give you shit for what he did. I'll fight your battles. Cause I can mouth people off. And what are they going to say? You're a pop punk message board prick. And uh, I, you, you, you cannot get through Jason V's armor. So I was like trying to pitch that. And they were so fucking disheartened. Cause that dude from the hair lips wimped out on them for their 
reunion show that they were just like, you know what, man, we're done. We're good. We're done. And so that was also unfinished business for me because I my goal was to always be like, yo, Connie Dungs, this would this could have been me singing on your record. I would have sang like this. We could have wrote these songs. The saddest thing is that, you know, um, I was have not been able to let our guy Wayne know because, uh, you know, he had a stroke and he's in a uh, nursing home and all that stuff. So there's a, there's a little bittersweet with me with that, with that record, too, because I'm like, you know, I did send it to Chris and he was like, holy shit. You know, I also showed it to Pat Termite, by the way. I showed this record to Pat Termite and I was like, yo, Pat, you think this sounds like you? And he's like. I don't hear it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but um, so there's unfinished business there too with that. So um, the more, you know, it's like weird after the record came out, I dug in a whole lot to like, what, what, what did go into this? Cause it's like an exercise in free association, right? You put shit into whatever you do and sometimes you don't even realize it. And I was like, wow, man, there's a lot of stuff buried in this, in this record that I didn't realize, but yeah. Um, you know that so for anybody who who wonders that's what I that's what I would have saying like in the Connie Dungs if they would have just let me like write a new record and like hey because that was my idea I was like just put out a new record with brand new songs a brand new singer and be like yo that other stuff like we're putting that behind us but you know we're gonna move forward and they, they unfortunately I just saw they they were so demoralized man after all that shit there was some. Mm-hmm some southern west virginia guy saying he was going to come to the show and shoot the place up and uh we all still played it and obviously he didn't show up uh but you know i think at that point they were like uh fuck it you know but yeah uh, i always thought that vocal style was super unique man and i think it's a shame that uh there aren't more bands out there sounding like fucking eric cartman so that's what we're trying to do <laughs> well i gotta say when you said that you know um you can't you can't get through Jason V's armor. Um, yeah, I, I believe Dick and I did. I believe. Yeah, I think I we did that during the Instagrams as V. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, Scott and Nick are great guys. I love them, and this yeah. is a hard decision. And I was like, oh, we then if, if, if the Jason V has to second guess this whole thing too, we then right. we did something. Like we did something. Like oh yeah, man. No, I'm exactly, I'm on here. <laughs> like, I, I know, I know you're Jason. I know you're V. But at the same time, like we got V. You know. Oh no, man! The fact that I'm on here uh, says a lot. And yo, know, and I'll be honest. The also the fact that you know, as I'm fielding some arguments from some of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever spoken with on the internet, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going. Yo, man, listen, these are ambivalence listeners and ambivalence dudes are your friends. I'm not calling your listeners dumb, but there are a couple of dumb ones out there. I've been like, and there are a couple of dumb Jason's fans too who attacked you guys, right? For no reason. Oh, yep. oh, oh yeah, definitely. I was, I was like, was scary. <laughs> I'm like going like, yo, you just told this girl she looked like the girl from Hereditary who got her head bashed in. Maybe don't do that because that's these guys' friends and you don't want to, like, fucking be mean to these people. So it was hard because I'm so used to not, you know, but uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to make your listeners angry because, like, your listeners are mostly cool people, I'm sure. Um, and we don't want to piss off your fans because they're scary. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding when I said I got fucking death threats. So I hate that. Yo, I, I hate that. And it's the other weird thing, man, is like, 
I, it's amazing to me. I mean, you know, you know, we just did the the Hollywood Jason Hollywood's final. Yeah, show. I, w- I was going to ask about you about that, but I didn't know if it was a if it was something you wanted to share or not. Um, but no, dude, like, yo, you can ask like, anything. So like, yeah, it's just like it's like okay, so now Hollywood wants to fuck with people. Like, what is going on with these guys? <laughs> like, yeah. No, I just want to that... get everybody, and like you get everybody. But nobody stays mad at you guys. Like they're just like, oh yeah, it's cool. It's the Jasons. Like nobody yeah. like really like takes it to heart. And I think like, wow, that says a lot about you guys. Like you guys are are, are loved as a band. Um, oh, you, I mean, you know, like maybe because we fuck with everybody indiscriminately. You know, we don't pick on anybody specifically. I um, guess that's a Gigi Allen thing too. You know, like like when I look at Fat Mike. <laughs> from fat records like yeah fat mike is offensive but he's only offensive to people that aren't at his concerts who don't give a fuck about his band like i'm sure i'm sure the people on whatever you know uh fox news are just so appalled by what fat mike says no they're not he he they don't listen no one cares the real shit is when you fucking make your audience the target that's what gg allen said and he was right like anybody and this is why i like ben weasel because anybody can be fucking edgy full of in a crowd full of people that agree with them right like sex has no teeth anymore like uh, versus ben weasel who's literally you're like oh god i'm gonna about to meet ben weasel he's probably gonna say something mean to me and like (laughs) there is something cool about that where you're like you know what like when when the audience may be the target um that is, there's also something thrilling about that, you know. I mean, and Gigi Allen was like maybe way more extreme of a version of that because I'm not trying to punch somebody or shit on stage. Uh, but you know, like just that mentality of like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to be offensive when the people you're offending are theoretical people that aren't there. Yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. You know, like I'm a big metalhead. Uh, Nick, you're a big metalhead. You know, yep. there's no, nothing offensive about fucking nunslaughter singing about raping a, a nun or raping an, an angel at a metal fest like oh okay everybody here is on your fucking same page right they're cool band, absolutely that's not offensive either you know it's like but when you, yeah when people come to your your farewell jason hollywood show and spend money on t-shirts and then you go ah you motherfuckers he's not leaving fuck you you bought a t-shirt but for nothing they they're the target but they're also like yeah but i also just bought a souvenir which is fucking cool yeah so you know yeah. And, and if you expect that from the band, which we've built that expectation, like people are like, ah, fuck, they got me. You know, <laughs> what were you saying, John? <laughs> I said it's just kind of like a cool memento for a special moment in time. Yeah. 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 If, if nothing else, you know. Right. And I guess the difference was Lunkheads, when you enter into a contract with the Jasons, you know you're going to get fucked with. But the Lunkheads never had that. And that's where I, I you know, I, I will say I'm sorry for that because. The Lunkheads were never supposed to be part of the Jasons. We were never supposed to be a joke. Here's what happened. Here's why the Lunkheads ended up as a joke. Because the Jasons got too busy to film our holiday special, which was going to be the return of Simmons Claus. It was going to be the final, you know, episode of the trilogy, right? We Every year on Mom's Basement Christmas, we do a big, long dick joke <laughs> that was is based on a dude in a kiss mask and a Santa suit. And we had a third episode that was kind of like the ring. Jason V was dead and he was trying to like crawl out of people's TVs with the dildo. I had all this thing in my head. We didn't have time to film it. And at the last minute we had told John, 
uh, profit, you know, Hey, we'll have our thing done by the 19th. And we had three days and no time to shoot it. And I just called hell and 3d. And I said, yo dudes, I know we never plan to do this, but the only way to film a Jason special is to sacrifice the lunkheads. They, we got to put them on the altar and we got to reveal that it's them and be the Jasons being like, here you go, motherfuckers. And that means we also have to fake a man's death. Cause that was never part of it either. And it was like, do we kill them all in a van crash? Do we have the dude die, but nobody says why? And that, and so that whole thing was, was like conceived and filmed in like three days. There was no planning for that. That was not supposed to be the way the lunkheads ended. We have another record coming out called uh, struggle core and another one called vacation on Venus. We have all kinds of lunkhead shit planned at this point. And then we're going, well, we promised a Jason special and the lunkheads might have to die to make something. And like, you know, what? It was, never outed, it was never supposed to be outed. I never wanted it to, man. I, I really like the idea of having something right. that people don't know right. is me that I can watch people react to without being like, oh, cool. It's a Jason's thing. I didn't really want that in this case, you know? No, not at yeah. all. Okay. We got to uh, hold on. There's, there's so many things you just said that just fucking blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just catch up mentally, please. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, okay, the first thing. Questions, feel free to ask. I'll yeah, be, I, I'm working on it. I, my mind and my mouth cannot function at the same time to get things out because everything's so fucked right now. <laughs> you just said you have a new album coming out for the Lunkheads. Now, does that mean there's going to be a new vocalist taking over for this Gideon guy? Does Gideon come back from the dead? And why did I give a shit about a 19-year-old? <laughs> Answer those three <laughs> questions for me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I have no jo idea, When, when Johnny Bagrammer said, hey, V made you care about a 19-year-old and your best friend, I'm like, that's fucking... Like, yeah, I'm a creep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know that uh, I know that no one ever if you watch the mom's basement Christmas special, no one ever actually said Gideon died. They just kept saying after what happened. Yeah. No one ever said he died. So I don't know if he died or not. I don't know if the old bass player comes back. Well, clearly he didn't die because he left Julie in a fucking voicemail. Hey, we need to go. get that guy on there to sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I don't even know what I, I don't know. I don't know what you're on anymore. Um, so you finally get it. I get it. I get it. Like my, like don't trust anybody is the moral of the story. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's I, I, yeah, I, I, I. You say I, I don't get it. You so uh, you so guys... wait. Was did it was Julian actually pissed off or was he just fucking with us too? I mean that's yeah. that's a question I gotta ask him. I mean well yeah, I, I mean he's Canadian. They wear their hearts on their sleeves. I'll tell you what, I uh I had a conversation I will tell you this about Julian. I when Julian finally like found out, you know, when it finally came out, he called me and he's like Jesus fucking Christ, man. I wonder if that thing was so fucking shitty. Now it makes sense. Like, I'm listening to this fucking band, and their songs are fucking stupid, and they suck. And I'm just so like, now it makes so much sense. It's fucking brilliant, man. 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, man. Well, I, I thought they were all right. I mean, yeah, yeah, I meant to make them shitty. <laughs> says, says the same guy who had a conversation with Gideon about red breasts and nut hatches. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm sure he was upset and just kind of played it off about it. Yeah. But I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure, I'm sure deep down he's got some. Yeah. He's got some mixed feelings as well, right? I don't blame the guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so wait a second. Who was in on it in the video? Um. So who was in on the video? What I so I when I was getting when I was getting videos for it, I was just like, "Yo, we're doing a lunkheads thing. Can you give us a video? Uh, you know about Gideon." And, you know, clearly Johnny Bad Grammar was in on it because he was going full on. <laughs> he was going full on daytime TV with his <laughs> shit. Um, Gideon's dad, obviously, um, by the way, who is a professional wrestler named TJ Phillips. And if you watch the Jason's Christmas special, he's the guy um, the year before. He's the guy that gets accosted by the police up by the scene police. Um, the guy who is a monkey is Canaris uh, Drachman, who's also a uh, professional wrestler at Real Shoot. Well, they were with Real Shoot. They're not anymore. Um, so those dudes are, are, were both part of it. That, you know, um, Jeff from Manorovs um, did not know until he was, uh, he was on my way, his way to our house. Cause he was stay his band was staying with us because they were playing in town and I was like, yo, I might be in, in band practice when you get here. And it was Lunkhead's practice. So I had to come clean to him. Um so yeah, so he he kind of found out. Uh he wasn't supposed to find out, but he did find out. Yeah. Um, what's what's funny about that is he was so stoked on the lunkheads. <laughs> like we, we got him too. Like he had no idea for months. Yeah. Like you guys must be so proud. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Jesus. God, fucking people's emotions. Way to go, guys. You did it. It is the job. There is a level of, there honestly is. Like, and I, I, you know, one time I took a girl on a date, this really super Christian girl that I dated once. Um, we went on a date to see House of a Thousand Corpses, and that, it's just a standard horror movie, but I didn't really think about, like, oh, she doesn't watch this shit, and no joke, she was so scared, she climbed under the seats at the theater and, like, hid and was crying, and, you know, that's terrible, right? And I, I was like, yo, we can leave, we can leave, but the whole time, I was also kind of like, holy fuck, I've never seen anybody react like this, and it was kind of thrilling. And so, like, there's that level of it, too, where it's like, I just can't, like, I wish I had that for some things where I could be drawn in. Like, I, I search for that kind of art where it can make me feel something or that kind of movie where it makes me feel something like that, you know? So, like, as somebody who's watched a million horror movies and is totally desensitized, you're like, holy shit, I wish I could get that kind of response, you know? So, like, again, maybe that goes into the sadistic part of my personality i don't know but you know it is it is cool to to be somebody who's you know as a as a job as a musician you want somebody to feel something and react there's nothing worse than somebody just watching your band and not doing anything um so getting a reaction out of anybody who uh experiences something is pretty exciting but, but dude you didn't need to do this like you guys <laughs> with the jasons and Renfield. 
you have an amazing stage performance. Like you, you already got it, dude. You fucking yeah. got it. Like you didn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. No, man. It it uh, it was never you, planned. You got you got the fucking. You're so entertaining when you're on Instagram. You're so entertaining when you're, when I see you live just to talk to you. Like it was just you really need to go and do something like this too. Like it's 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 mind blowing. Like. You have so many personalities inside your mind. How the fuck do you keep them all straight? That's that's that is, that is a good question. That is unbelievable. Yeah, man. I don't you're know like me. you're like Mick Foley times ten. <laughs> Yo, I do love Mick Foley. I met Mick Foley once. He was so nice. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. You know what? I think the key is to doing that is you just have to allow them to be like parts of your personality like I, and all the stuff that i've said is jason v like yeah yeah i definitely like go yeah i'm from fucking new jersey right but that's about as much of the like falsehoods as it goes with that like all the stories that i tell or you know i that's all pretty much true stuff you know as far as like shit that i say on instagram you know and like um that's all true stuff. Of course, the lyrics in the Jason songs are real super exaggerated. And I like for people to not know whether or not I'm fucking around or not. But um, most of the most of what Jason V is, is just me with a different accent. Same thing with Renfield's, you know, like, I think that is the key. And that's why it was so hard to do Pastor John, because everything that Pastor John said was a fucking lie. Whereas when you're talking to me at a show, I'm not like lying to you about other than the fact that if you think I'm from New Jersey, I'm going to use, I'm going to say I'm from New Jersey, but everything else. (laughs) So like, that's why that stuff's easy because there's not really, there's, there's, it's like, you know, your personality turned up a little bit. Pastor John is like being a completely different person. And that's why it was weird for me because I don't have to constantly be thinking about what I'm saying when I'm in the Jasons because that's just part of it. You know, I I don't have to be constantly thinking about Renfields because that's just part of it. Uh, But it is, you know, uh, it is weird to, to be somebody whose entire life is fake. Like when you, when you ask me like as the Jasons and you're like, yo V what's the weirdest thing you ever jacked off to? And I'm like, yo, I jacked off in a shrunken head. That's real, so I don't have to think about it. But when you're like, Pat, what you I'm like, uh, fuck, I don't, Josiah, I don't know. Like, you know, so, uh, it's it's weird, you know. That's it's a strange thing. Yo, I think we also got to give John Prophet the 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 best actor award for that fucking thing because I really felt like I felt like he was maybe the dude who who pulled off his uh, his grief but also like this kid's a goofball the best in that video <laughs> yeah he did it he did a good job definitely yeah i uh we that was all one take um <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing like it, it was like a 15 minutes like just to, to shoot all of that and i like had about allowed myself about 30 seconds to laugh it off and then started shooting the next clip immediately. Like we just wrote whatever I asked V like whatever questions. Yeah. He thought I should say it. Uh, yeah. I, it was all one take. Um, and kind of like I used, you know, I've had a lot of friends and even some family members, you know, that passed away from uh, the get dark air, but now, you know, uh, heroin and shit like that you know so i've you know lost a lot in life and i kind of just i don't know channeled that i guess yeah 
kind of just yeah. kept that in the back of my mind the entire time I was talking about it, and then kind of threw little shots in here and there as well. You know, it's, it's not the I don't know get get too dark there, but yeah, uh, I mean that was, was. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I thought there was, I thought it was terrible. Like I said, man, this is like if you want me to redo it, let me know. And no, it was it was fully believable, honestly. There was but, an edit that took place. Uh, the original edit of that, and I did this, and I realized soon after that John didn't give a fuck. But I did this for John. I, I in in the final edit, you know how it says, um, uh, "Lunkheads aren't real." Uh, Santa's not real, lunkheads aren't real, Giddy's not real. I think that's what it says, right? Like, yeah. it originally said Jesus isn't real, Santa isn't real, uh, Gideon isn't real, fuck Christmas. And I was like, I don't want John to get his label to get heat for saying Jesus isn't real in case there's anybody out there that would be offended. So I, that's the one edit that I made to that where I was like, all right, I, if it were Jason's thing, but I don't want to, cause at some point I was also like, man, I'm kind of like speaking for the label in a way. And I felt I didn't want to drag anybody else down too far. I mean, just, so us. I the, the just one, us, just me and Scott. I guess the one concession was Jesus, and maybe that was just me thinking about will Cliffy Huntington be sad? <laughs> yeah, WWCHD, that's what you got to say. Yeah. Oh, um, man, what a, what a ride this is. This has been a, a fucking roller coaster. I, that's. I've been happy. I've been angry. I've been yeah. sad. I've been angry. I've been laughing. And like, it's just been in a real close emotion this entire time. Like, yeah. I, 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 want, I want to point out that I do not hate you guys. I fucking love you guys. Uh, I'm no, I don't either. I, I'm glad we could like sit down and hash this out and just, just yeah. talk and just, you know, I, I would hope be sincere. Um, but yeah. it, I, this was needed. Um, I, I feel better. I'm over it. Um, yeah, you know, maybe we could maybe just hug it out or something. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I mean, cool, it, it's uh, it's a cool. Uh, I guess the tale of the lunkheads is cool, and you know, and now everybody knows the truth. And um, you know, I guess uh, we can all put things to bed. Uh, Unless all of us were in on it the whole time, and uh, we've this whole episode's just been bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell, <laughs> honestly. Um, it, it really is. So, in the in the spirit of being honest, um, I just want to put it out there that <laughs> Scott mess. I'm looking at it right now, and I just texted it to you, Vay. This is full transparency. This is exactly how it went down when Scott texted me on our he said on December twenty-fourth at eleven fifty-two AM. He said, You gotta quit second. And I replied with, Yep, I'm just cleaning what's going on. And then right after that, there's a 14 minute audio call where he just (laughs) gave me the business. <laughs> Asked me why. He said, "Why? Why would you do this? Why wouldn't you tell me?" And oh my god! I want to say that that 14 minute phone call made Christmas for me. <laughs> oh, good! You ruined my. I'm glad it made yours. It fucking ruined mine. 
I, we're right I, back to where we started now. <laughs> 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 Fucking full circle. See? I'm not over it. I can't get over it. I want to, and you keep sucking me back into this fucking pit. Like, I wasn't having the best Christmas until that happened. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah, well, here's well, a here, here's a plot twist, Scott. I'm sorry, dude, but I knew. <laughs> no. I, I I knew the whole fucking time. <laughs> oh shit! This is I'm gonna leave this podcast as a uh, you really <laughs> be too self. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. I, I I honestly did. No, you didn't. We do a podcast together. We're fucking best friends. You didn't know. Um, stop, I, stop, stop. I honestly am now questioning. I'm like, wait, did he fucking know? Because I didn't tell him. I Now I'm fucking questioning it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, somebody told me, and I'm not going to say who either. Is Nick in the lunkheads? I might be. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who was the, uh, who, who was the guy that called? Who did you guys did you guys fake a Gideon call? No, actually, that I, I am legit. I'm I'm thrown off by that. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I have I'm ne- I that's I. I don't know. I don't even. Well, this know has been a great. This has been a great time. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go somewhere. And I, I gotta be thinking like everyone I'm friends with now. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll message you after this, and I'll, I'll explain everything. Oh, thanks. That makes so much better. Yeah. Uh, Scott, <laughs> I think what needs to happen. So, what else do you guys have going on in your lives? That's important. What do, What do you have to promote? What, what's What's going on with with Mom's base? What's going on with the Jasons? What's going on with with uh, Nick, who just fucking lies to me? That's cool. <laughs> this is uh, not This is not a fucking game. Like this is me being really confused and very upset and trying trying to do a podcast, trying to be professional, and it's just not working. There's too much going on right now in the process. What's going on? Done. So go ahead and promote whatever you guys want. Because I, I just I'm 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 out of words. Okay, I'll go first. Scott. Have you Scott, have you seen that movie Shrek? Yeah. This whole thing has layers like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's poor face. <laughs> oh, this is just the worst. Like, this has been a great episode up until about five seconds ago. Um, so what do you guys have going on? Because this is just the... I don't know. What Dude, why do, you, why do you think I've been so quiet? Because you don't like drama. I well, legitimately clearly. don't know. I legitimately don't know if he's fucking with us all or not at this point. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he saving face right now? Like, did he really know? Yeah, that's pretty good. Honestly... Back and for real this time, full transparency. There's no uh, zinger lined up here. I wasn't sure that you guys didn't know the entire time. 
Yeah. Come on, you guys know me. You know no. who I am. You no, know my. Not. You know how sincere I am. Like, why would you think I would be in on this? <laughs> I just thought. I just thought maybe. I mean, it's not that I didn't know. It's I suspected. Like, if, if, I, if I, I was really, in on it, wouldn't I, I be really, laughing my ass off right now, saying, "Yeah, we got everybody." No, I'm in sitting here with tears, damn near in my eyes. So confused. <laughs> like no, like the entire not right now. I mean, but like the entire time throughout the entire process, like whenever you like before the whole uh ruse, like no. whenever whenever you'd ask me about the lunkheads, and I would be, you know, blowing smoke did, up your ass. I had no I, clue if you were. Did fucking I ever? Did I ever ask you once? Is Jason V in the lunkheads? No, no that no. question never came up because I didn't know. People are like, "Do you know what's going on, kids?" I'm like. Yeah, they're a band from Utah. There's a really cool kid who's going through shit right now. There's a guy who's like old in the band. That's kind of weird, but that's cool because like he's like he's a youth pastor. It's all I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, it all fucking in my mind, in my in my small like mind, it all adds up. There's nothing that I didn't think that I should have thought differently about. It was to me, it was John is helping out these great dudes in Utah. Which is awesome. He's like he's being open minded, um, and then like Jason Hell is wearing long kid shirts. Like, oh, if he likes him, it's gotta be pretty good. And then it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I guess I can explain it. it. Was like, no, not once did I think like, oh, uh, this is oh, I'm totally on it. No, because I, I, I'm not. So if I was in on it, why would you guys be on my show? Right? On, I guess our show, which I mean. Why would you be on our show right now talking about this if you were not in on it? Right, right. So, Unless we we're just trying to further the story of the Lunkheads into a place of the pop punk version. Don't you Splendor. start with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, in your mind, everything seemed to be on the up and up. Uh, everything seemed nothing, kosher. Nothing could go wrong. And... Yeah, that's that is yeah, it's that's, pretty believable. Yeah, because yeah, you know what? My friends tell me things, and like my good friends, when they tell me things, I would, I would assume would be true stories and not bullshit. So, why would I think of like, why would I think anything different than, oh, yeah, I think that's cool. There's a brand new band out there, and then turn around and all being bullshit, and me, like, like Bag Rapper said, be friendly, not like. Try to be friend a nineteen year old like that just makes me look really bad. <laughs> hey, good and news! Like, is. And, like, and what makes me look worse is that I gave a shit about this kid who doesn't. No, make sense. that just proves you're good human being. Uh, the yeah. good news is though, there is no nineteen year old, so it doesn't have to be creepy. It's like, yo, it wasn't even a real person. So there you go. Oh, thanks. Now I feel much better. Oh, <laughs> it, it all works. Perfect. All things work out in the end. Yeah. This is true. I'm still, so uh, yeah, you know, I'm still, uh, I do still think it is an interesting concept, though, that maybe this whole thing was concocted by all of the four of us here. Well, if it was, there's I'm a thought. Not, I'm not even on it if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, you said sure. you want us to promote things? Yeah, this would be a good time to like for me to stop talking and just go have a drink, uh, maybe start smoking again. I'm really not sure, but yeah, if you guys have anything you want to talk about, uh, the floor is yours. 
Go ahead, John. You gonna go first? All right. Well, yeah, we have a bunch of shit coming up as per usual. Uh, on February second, this isn't announced yet either, so you guys are getting an exclusive out of this, along with a whole raft of bullshit. But there is an exclusive in it for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we we are reissuing the version from uh, Ohio. Fuck yeah! There, uh, that's awesome. Me called. P.S. I hate you. Um, the CDs are here at my house, and they were a second. Hell yeah! Uh, hey, V, what instrument do you play in that band? Huh? <laughs> what do you do in that band? Huh? Are you drummer? <laughs> I wish, man. Let me tell you, I'm not kidding when I say Vermin are a huge fucking. I'm a huge Vermin fan, and uh, P.S. I hate you is a record I picked up used at a Cleveland record store in the local section and fell in love with it. And I thought that I would never get to own a copy, but thanks to mom's basement, it's about to happen. It's remastered. Ever. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Man, the myth, the legend himself, Josh Roman over at mine rocket studios. That's the man behind the suck. So, you know, it sounds good. And, uh, yeah, after that, we have on February 16th, I think it is. Check my notes. February 17th here in the U.S. is a Proton Packs lathe cut 7-inch. Nice. We are insanely limited. Um, I mean, like, you better be there soon or there's a chance you're not going to get one because that should sell out immediately. These lathe cuts always do. Um, and then after that, I'm going to pass it on over to, to V for this next one. Well, before V oh. speaks, I got a follow-up question for, for Mr. V. Yeah. What would have happened if I would have researched upon Eric's? Who would, have, who, who would have I gotten then? What would have happened then? As in, like, what band members? Exactly. Yeah. Mass Mongoloid um, number one and two, of course. Oh, there would be two people having a conversation with me back and forth. Uh, if you had, oh, if you had reached out to the Von Erics. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, if you had reached out to Von Erics, um, now again, you know, that band was really designed uh, and, and will be designed uh, to sort of the names in that band were designed to blow the cover. We wanted people to like do a little digging. So, Mass Mongoloid one and two is there to tell you that there's a couple Jasons. Um, you know, the 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 Russian nightmares is pretty you know pretty self uh, explanatory with that one. Um, the the Dung Warrior tells you who our drummer was. So that one was very, very intentional. Like you're supposed to know who we are, tongue in cheek kind of thing. Same deal with, you know, the beatnik bully and uh, Miss Lorena, like that whole thing was designed so that it would be like the only person who was like hidden on that uh, was Cody Lillington, who was uh, credited as El Tsunami, uh, because that's his wrestling name. That's when he told me. And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. I want to be El Tsunami. I was like, yo, no questions asked, whatever you want. But that's uh, cool. So all the all the fake members names on there, that was designed to let people like try and figure out who it is, you know. Well, so, I definitely want more. I want more of on air. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we will. Um, a, a big part of the drive for the Von Eriks was very like 50-50, Me and the master, the Russian nightmare, 
the main Russian nightmare guy. So, um, which obviously the black Russians, it's a black Russians, uh, two black Russians are in that band, but, uh, he was, uh, he and I did like 50, 50 on the writings of that. Like he would write a lot of the music and I wrote most of the lyrics and we kind of went like that. And so with that band, uh, it's just us getting together and it's been me, honestly, unfortunately not having enough time. Uh, but we want yeah, to you're too busy with other things, too busy with other fake bands. <laughs> no offense but yeah 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 uh but we do we do have some other songs man we definitely yeah, uh that's cool I've, I've always thought like you guys could expand like the whole like your albums do like different eras of wrestling like yeah an attitude of ruthless aggression would be fun there's like there's so many angles to go with that so i hope there's more in the future I think the next one we were wanted to call it uh, Halloween Havoc. So. Um, oh, so go WCW route. That's 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, we've got some we've got some stuff. And honestly, like I said, it's uh, you know, they it, it would happen if it wasn't for just being busy with other stuff because we it's definitely mm-hmm. something we want to do. I don't think it just has we just haven't had the time yet. But it's it's definitely on the on the horizon at some point, probably not 20, maybe the end of 2023. I don't know, but we got other projects going. And that brings me to what John was saying. Like uh, next thing that's coming out from Jason's is uh, mom's basement, the Jason's and uh, uh, I buy records in Italy are doing uh, get sued on vinyl. So that should be out. pretty Oh, soon. dope. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. We're talking like a couple of weeks, right, John? I think. Yeah. It's supposed to be around early late february early march i think by the time they'll actually hit the streets we're hoping to get confirmation on the vinyl being done like any day now yeah oh, so we, awesome. you know we've got all our time for the records to get here and stuff because they're coming from overseas so right. um, february early march at the, i think and where i'm thinking worst case scenario um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe by then V will have my uh, my shirt and banner <laughs> with the record, so. and they're gonna steal it in one order, oh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be squared. Oh my god! Like, you, you've had that you've had that forty five dollars for a couple months, pal. I'm sure you already spent it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, I I'm gonna spend it on making the next Lunkheads record so that you can hang out with your friend Pastor John again in the digital world. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to have some other some other Pastor John on that has a completely different voice and persona. Yeah, I can't wait to be lied to again. It's gonna be great. Um, yo, after that, uh, we've got Get Fucked uh, coming out at way later, right? Where like that's the next project that we're trying mm-hmm. to do. Mom's basement, Get Fucked reissue, and then. Jason's are working on a record called Satan Cells. That's going to be our like next full length. So we're working on cool. that. Cool. Um, you, yeah. you got a few shows coming up in the next months too. We do. Uh, we have a West Side Bowl show. I don't know when that is. Um, <laughs> we have. Uh, we're playing Muddy Roots this year. We're playing Camp Punksylvania this year. And in the summer, we're supposed to go back out with the Queers and Question Mark Band. We don't know. We heard. I don't even know if I can say because I don't want to say it and then it not happen. But the queers and somebody else is the plan at the moment. But who knows? Uh, if that doesn't happen, we'll go on tour by ourselves because uh, Monkheads. It's the queers, the Jasons, and Monkheads going yeah. on tour. I fucking <laughs> yeah. knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, what we got going on. Mom's basement is now running uh, the Jasons uh, merch, which has been 
helpful because as Scott pointed out, shooting uh, <laughs> became unmanageable for me because yeah. I, I did uh, it since 2013 as a one man thing. And before our last tour, you know, we, we were, we got so many pre-orders that it was like, it was, I just couldn't do it by myself. And I've neglected to leave somebody's a few people's four people's pre-orders out which meant that we got home from tour and we were totally sold out of shirts and I couldn't fulfill the orders. So I had to refund a bunch of people, four people. And it, I just felt like a piece of shit <laughs> as I do for not sending Scott's package out. Um, <laughs> no. Scott's package. no, it's funny. It's funny because like, I, I, I would, I would let it go for a long time. Yeah. And I just be like, be for the reminder. Hey man, I just, whenever you can do the order. Oh yeah, dude, is this so bad? It just keep reminding me. And I now yeah. to the point where it's like, I, 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 <laughs> I'm reminding you way more than I, no, you just, you just have to, because that's how you get it. Um, and that was the problem. You know, people that ordered from Jason's before knew, like, that'd ah, probably be a couple weeks. But, I mean, I was just being crushed under the weight of, like, there's yeah. just coming in. Especially, you know, like, it's it's one of those things where I'm not in the, the digital age, so I handwrite. Right. Used to handwrite every envelope, and that's... Now, I, I at Mom's Basement, like, they can handle it, and they're set. Oh, yeah, they got a label maker now. Yeah, yeah. Moving so, on up, boys. Moving on up. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, man. So uh, that's been a big deal for us. Um, you know, getting getting that kind of help because uh, it was even for the Jasons who were like, "Yeah, you get your shit when you get your shit." I was like, "Man, this is too long. <laughs> this yeah. is taking too long." So, well, I I I had you guys on here hoping we could put an end to this lunkhead. Um, story, but apparently on my end, that's not going to happen. So what is going to happen is I'm going to say thank you both for coming on. Uh, we're going to be friends to the end. I fucking love you guys. I do anything for you guys with a, yeah. with a, with a drop of a hat. Uh, you guys know that. Um, the, the, I'm glad you came on to talk about it. And obviously it goes way deeper than I ever could imagine. Nick, we have a lot to talk about now, which I'm kind of happy about. Yeah. Sorry um, about that. <laughs> but um, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to, to come on here. I, my emotions are very mixed. I don't know how to feel or what to feel or what to think. But um, this has been a hell of a ride. And uh, I really uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, man. I know, and, uh, I know it's a, on yeah. a weeknight being late. I know John Thanks has to go us. to work. So. Yeah. I, I get up earlier than Johnny Baggram. I don't know what he's crying about. <laughs> <laughs> Old man, old man, yeah. bad grammar was asleep three hours ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. He is, yeah, super yeah. sweetheart. Who was in on it? Who was? Yeah, knew it. fucking knew it. He, for all we know, he could be the guy that created the lunkheads, uh, and I just sang on the record. Uh, can we stop? <laughs> can we, can we just, yeah, we we, we gotta stop now. Stop. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I want to go to bed. Like, not angry, and I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm you- going to go upstairs with my wife and watch A Thousand Pound Sisters and kind of just, <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> if you guys, listen, if you haven't watched that show, you need to start. It's great television. It's one of those shows that you watch just, just to feel a little bit better about who you are and where you are in your life. And You're right. <laughs> Those two women helped me realize that I need to make changes and lose weight. So, so Tammy and Amy, thank you both if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're listening. I'm sure. Excellent. 
Okay. Well, this has been something. Um, yeah. But it was it was great. And I guess I love you guys. There's no hard feelings. There's no hate. It's just it's just a it was just a right place at the right time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, man. You guys are part of the fucking story of the lunkheads now, man. And we are. Yeah. There's no escape. No. It's gonna haunt me for the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Go in love with the fake yeah. band. Uh, I, I cared about a 19 year old boy. That just sounds <laughs> that that just that just sounds so bad. But, it, but at the same time, it's like I put my heart out to people when they're in need, and it just sucks. Some people might say you care a little too much, Scott, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It means that you're yeah. Oh, yeah it's, but when 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 your feelings are being fucked with, I mean, I, I mean, wait, what can you do? Yeah, I don't believe in uh, good people and bad people, but uh, I do think you're a good you're a good person. So I don't know. I, think I don't know. You guys, I think you guys are too. I think you guys to come on here and talk to just talk just to let it out uh, to use your actual voice, which is really like kind of uh, soothing. Uh, no, it's actually like <laughs> if, you, if if you could do like an audio book of like Lord of the Rings, I'd fall asleep to it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's not weird. Out to it. Uh, okay, see now, see now you just made it weird. <laughs> I want to fall asleep. You want to jerk it? I, I don't know, but you know, I, I fucking love you guys. To death. The question there, is, how do you jerk it to thousand pound sisters? That's what I've been thinking about the whole time. <laughs> you close your eyes and just listen to the voice. <laughs> God. Because when they, when they say sodies, there's nothing more exciting than the two girls going, I want to, we drink sodies. Oh my God. <laughs> You're, you should, tonight when you go watch it, you should just look at your wife and be like, is this like turning you on or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Amy, uh, no, yeah, Amy got, she, she got her hair blue this, this, uh, this season. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a sucker for blue-haired girls. There you go. Okay, there I wish my I wish my wife would, but she she won't. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a fucking awkward ending! <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, this is the real revelation. This is the real revelation. <laughs> listen. I told my wife that I want to start a Thousand Pound Sisters podcast with her. She goes, "No." Scott. <laughs> Scott. Scott. Stop. <laughs> just Why? just stop. There's people that like break down the office episodes and stuff. Why can't I talk about Thousand Pound Sisters? Alright. Well, thank you all for listening to another um it's an episode of Bivalence. I don't know what we're gonna call this, but it's been something. And um John V, uh with all my heart, there's no hard feelings. I fucking love you guys, uh, but I have a lot to process. Nick. You have some explaining to do, mister, and uh, we'll get to that tomorrow because I'm I not do. in the mood tonight. <laughs> All right, I'm dude. in the mood for a thousand pound sister, so. <laughs> All right. So thank well, you guys so much and have a great evening. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks.